Welcome to Coffee in Christ, uh, a podcast uh, dedicated to two things importantly in life, uh, coffee and Christ. I would assume that Christ is probably first in that order, but you know, for some people waking up in the morning, I think they reach for the coffee cup first. <laughs> what do you do, Brandon? Oh, you know, I think it depends on the day. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's coffee first. Sometimes it's the prayer. Sometimes you need the coffee for the prayer. Sometimes you pray for the coffee. Exactly. <laughs> I, I hear you on that. Oh, man. But seriously, so this is Coffee in Christ, uh, where Brandon and I are going to get together, and we're going to chat about the Bible, Christ. Um, every now and then, I suppose, we'll make a coffee reference, as we just did. Um, but mostly, it's it's going to be focused on Christ and, and real life and uh, what the Bible means for us um, living out our daily lives as Christians, um, and not just for us, I think also for the, the people in our lives. I'm sure we'll hear some stories and references about that. What do you think? Right, yeah, and you know, I think as we start this, it's important to uh, maybe just give a little background about how we got here and why we got here. So this, you know, I don't know, what, six, seven months ago, Ben, you and I were talking, and um we just, we wanted uh, a way to dive deeper into the word. Yes. Um, and a way for also to, to put some accountability with that. Um, you know, it's one thing to say it, but another to actually do it. Uh, and so one idea that we had was, hey, what if we did a podcast uh, going over um, just some things, some key points in the Bible that are speaking to us in the moment and giving our thoughts about it and, you know, just putting it out there for others to hear. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where, how we got here today. I, I think particularly for today's episode, it really aligns with it. Um, today we're going to be talking about exercising your faith and what does that mean? Yeah. This is going to be great. Yeah. And what we're doing right now is a perfect example of that. Um, you know, yeah. we, we had, we had this calling of one diving deeper into the word and how do we do that? And how do we hold ourselves accountable and make sure that this is happening and that one, we're growing spiritually and two, that we're doing it in an outlet where we could also impact the lives of others. Uh, and so I think, you know, we are putting our faith into action by creating this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with that. I think. Um, look, man, when's the last time you went and did a workout? You know, went to the gym. Ooh, it's been months, man. I mean, is that because of COVID, or is that just? Well, I mean, I did just move cross country. Uh, you tell me that's your that's your workout, or <laughs> no? You're no. continuing to make excuses. <laughs> Making that's really excuses, what I'm getting man. at. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Now, full disclosure: I have not been to the gym. Uh, or really done any sort of physical activity. Um, man, I don't, I actually don't know. It has been months. So you're not alone. And I know we're not alone on that, but man, physical activity, right? So going to the gym, exercising, like what's the point of exercising to you? Point of exercising is to maintain health, um, Mm. to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and to, to ensure that, you're going to be here for a long time to help others. Yeah. You know, I, uh, you know, we, we feel better when we work out. I know I do. 
I guess I can't speak for everyone else, but I feel, I mean, you may feel terrible immediately afterwards. I mean, that's not a surprise, but by and large, you feel better when you, when you work out, when you're, when you're exercising your muscles, when you are putting in effort, you know, it's not, it's more than just physical, it's psychological. There's a whole gamut of things that, that happen to you when you have a good workout, right? Um, and then as, as time goes on, as you continue to work out, your muscles get stronger, you're able to work out longer, you continue to feel better, um, you look good, you feel good, you, you are good. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. I, I've never, I haven't met anyone who has seriously dedicated some time, like seriously, not just I'm going to go to the gym one time and that be that. I mean, people who are serious about it and they have some sort of like, I say, I keep saying the gym, but whatever, going, going around your, you know, jogging around your neighborhood, whatever it may be, right. who, who walk away from that experience and go, ah, I wish I wouldn't have done that for the past six months. Like no one, no one says that. Um, it's the people who are kind of dabbling that are like, eh, this isn't for me. I'm done. But like, they're never committed to it in the first place. Um, so exercising, like physically exercising, uh, I think is very similar to how you exercise your faith in terms of what the outcomes are for you. I think you feel better. You are better. Your your understanding of the word and the Lord grows every time you, you get in, into um however you're exercising your faith, um, the more you're in it, the, the more you grow, the more you get out of it. Uh, what do you, th- I mean, that sounds, sound good to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think you're, you're, you're hitting it right on the head there. Um, and in fact, uh, James talks about this. He really talks about putting your faith into action uh, and that by faith without deeds, is dead. It's, Mm. it's non-existent. Um, you know, it's one thing to, to say that you have faith, but then to, it's another to actually exercise your faith. Explain the difference to me. Yeah. So to just say that you have faith would say, we'll, we'll go with the Christian, um, mentality. I'm a Christian. I go to church every Sunday. Okay. I have faith, Mm. but what do I do when I, when I leave church on Sunday? Mm. Do I just sit in my living room and mm. not talk to anybody or I go to work and I, I, I don't even think about what God has put, like what situation he's put me in and how he, how he can use me, mm. um, you know, without the intentional act of exercising your faith, mm. your faith means nothing. So faith, I mean, I'm sorry. So action is what you're, what you're telling me here is that action is the intentionality of faith. Right. 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 So because faith is meaning, haha, doesn't, doesn't James say this? Faith is meaningless without action. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure that's, that's the gist of what he says in this, this, uh, this passage. Um, which, by the way, I don't know if did you mention this. We're ref- we're specifically talking about um, James chapter two, uh, verse fourteen is where it starts, and he kind of goes to the end of that that chapter. So, if you have a Bible, highly recommend you you dive into that. We'll we'll be quoting through it throughout, but we're not going to read the whole thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's exactly what he's talking about here, and that is, uh, you know, you can't simply live a life that is you say is full of faith 
but then not do anything that demonstrates your faith. Because it's that by not doing anything, that means you're not being intentional with faith. And <laughs> oh, right. And, and, and so James calls us out very specifically. He says, um, "Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? <laughs> how, how, how have you helped that person? You know, um, you you have simply said, I wish you well. I hope you have a wonderful day um, without giving them anything that would help change their day for the better. Uh, good point. I like uh, actually the translation I have uh, in front of me. I have a couple translations, but one of them I think is fantastic for really breaking stuff down sometimes is um, the New Living Translation. The New mm-hmm. Living Translation. So the, the translation, as it, as it reads in this, for the section you just read, says, um, suppose you see a brother or sister who needs food or clothing, and you say, well, goodbye and God bless you. Stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? Right. <laughs> God bless you. You know, you see the guy in the street, and you're like, ah, God bless you. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I hope God blesses you. And I hope that, just think for a second, that maybe you're the person God sent to bless the other person. Exactly. Just throwing it out there. Right. Hmm. So, this is a deeper deeper question then, because we talk, we're talk we talking about now exercising our faith. So, taking action to show that we have faith. Maybe we should back it up for a second. What is faith? Well, I, I think, you know, the best the best way to describe faith is believing in something that either yourself can't comprehend or that there's something that you just can't see. Um, right. Exactly. So faith being something that is unseen mm-hmm. um, and your hope for it, essentially. Right. Right. So like if you're if from a Christian perspective in terms of the Bible and Christ, the promise that Christ will will return. Right. Right. So we have faith that he's going to do that because do we see him returning right now? I mean, I'm be honest, I'm looking around. Oh. I don't I, I haven't picked him out. I could be wrong. And then in that case, oof, I'm missing something. But I don't think I don't think. I don't think the second coming has happened. Yeah. Um, I, oh man, there's probably someone who's going to fight me on that. I don't know, but I don't think it's happened. So I don't see. I don't physically see Jesus. Okay. Uh, but I do believe that he's going to return, and exactly. uh, I'm going to take actions accordingly, according to that idea. Right. Right. You know, uh, it's it's like. I have faith the sun is going to rise tomorrow. I really do. I haven't seen it. I like. I I know it's done it in the past. It's yep. proven that right. Uh, and I I I actually don't know if it's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, science tells us it should, right? Sure. The Lord was good enough to give us the sun, so it should rise tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't really know until it happens. But I'm going to plan accordingly. Like, I'm gonna you know do stuff that I need to get done before the sun rises tomorrow. If I didn't, and I'm going to take actions to do that. Same thing with the sunset, right? I'm going mm-hmm. to do things during the day because I'm sure the sun's going to go down. I'm going to do things during the day 
when I have light in order to get them done because I know I actually have faith that the sun is going to set. Right. And so I won't be able to do certain things when the sun goes down. Right. Right. And so I'm going to do these action steps now. And imagine for a minute if you were someone who didn't believe that the sun was going to set. You would look around at people who were doing stuff during the day and being like, bro, what are you, why are you taking, like, what are you running around for with like a chicken with their head cut off, trying to get all this stuff done? Like the sun's never going to go down. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You look at them like they're crazy, right? Because you don't see any reason for them to be acting the way they do because the sun is always going to be up. But if you have faith that the sun's going to set, you're going you're to act accordingly, right? right. You're going to do things Differently than someone right. who thinks the sun's not going to set, and you know, and vice versa, right? People who would say the sun's not going to rise are going to there's no tomorrow, right? They're going to start doing some crazy stuff. Exactly. Okay, so it, it works both ways, but the the example is pretty evident, right? Right. So faith in something, biblical or not biblical, right, m- makes you act in particular ways, right? So if you believe in Jesus and you believe he's going to come back and he's going to, he has all these promises for you that there's heaven and that, um, that he's, he's really died for your sins. If you have faith in all of these things, the tenets of Christianity, okay, mm-hmm. then you are going to, it like, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to backtrack on it for a second. You're right. going to act in a way that says that you believe or you have faith that, that all that stuff is true, Right. right. So I'm going to give to the poor. I'm going to go out into this into the world and preach the gospel and get people to be saved because the dooms the end of the the you know doomsday, right? The apocalypse. Revelation, right? That's going to happen. People are going souls are going to be lost right. or saved, right? You're going to take actions based on that. So, this is where I'm going to backtrack because what I just said was if you're a Christian and you believe these things, you're going to do those things. But what is the reality, Mr. Fry? What is the reality? Reality is, going back to our conversation at the very beginning, when's the last time you worked out? When's the last time you've exercised your face? Right. Um, Right. We all know we should do it. Right. Heck, we may even like give a little half tail effort every now and then. Sure. Yeah. Or we're good. We're good for a little bit and then you fall off the bandwagon. Fact, I am not swole. Let's just <laughs> let's just talk about that, and then let's not talk about that. Yeah, I man, yeah. So yeah, go. Sorry, I kind of interrupted. Yes. So relating that to faith, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So I, I think what we have to ask ourselves um, for those that are committed to living a life pleasing to the Lord is what do we do? in our time that we're not in church. Cause let's be honest. Those are our aha moments. We're, we're all at the mountaintop right there. Right. Well, we're, we're at church when and the worship band is going, yep. the, the fog machine is like blowing out the stage. And you're like, ah, I'm at exactly. like a rock concert for Jesus. Right. Or, or the pastor says he's really on it or she's really on it and preach. Yeah. And you're just amen, brother. Amen. Tell him, um, you know, but what, what do we do in the moments that we're not, at those you're not in your small group you're mm, you know mm, wouldn't yeah. it be cool um if you went to work and you started to exercise your faith every single day in your job mm. and that people were like 
man, I, I just really love when, when Ben comes to work or when Brandon comes to work or when Josh right. comes to work because mm-hmm. everything just kind of mm-hmm. comes together because yep. you're exercising your faith. It's almost like you want it. You want people to hate when you go on vacation because the absence of you and the absence of your faith at work has left them in a, in a spot of like, what do we do now? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, that is so true. Um, you want you want it to be so apparent <laughs> uh, that you are a Christian, but at the same time, um, almost as, it's just the how do I say this? You want it to be apparent that you're a Christian, but at the same time, they almost almost as if it's not apparent. Right. Because that's just who you are. They, you want it to be indistinguishable in some way. Like that's just who Brandon is. And then it makes sense when they realize, oh, he's that way because he's a Christian, right? Um, it's not like you're going in there going, ah, I am welcome. I am a Christian, and that is why everything is amazing. Um, it's, I don't know. It's weird. Also, it's, I don't think you do that as a Christian, right. right? In that way. So I think the question from here is, but. And I, I understand now, now we understand the part of exercising your faith and putting it into action, but mm. how do we get there? Um, you know, and I think the first step is, is to pause, pause and really spend a moment waiting on the Lord to tell you what you're supposed to do or mm. um, to just sit, wait, and be patient mm. and, and to open your heart and your mind um, to to what God is calling you to do. You're an Eagle Scout. That I am. So are you? you are. I am. It's true. That's why I said that. So we could both say that real quick. Um, but no, I really say that because I don't know if you remember this. I'm going to throw back, throw back knowledge. Scout handbook, right? There was this part about camping and backpacking. We're like, if you're ever lost in the woods, there's something you should do. And it's called stop. Do you remember this acronym? I do. Uh, don't don't ask me what they stand for. Oh, but I do. I do remember this. Though. Yeah, I it's do. S T O P. Yeah, super simple. Um, <clears throat> S actually stands for stop, or I think stay where you are. Either one, but so stop, stop. The T stands for think. The O stands for observe, and the P stands for plan. Right, and I think we can try to change that around a little bit for what you're just talking about. And that is when you're thinking about how you're going to exercise your faith. Just when you're quote unquote lost right not know what to do you need to stop you need to sit think or as i would say you know meditate and pray observe what is coming into your mind right what is god saying to you what is he whispering in your in your inner ear okay and then plan like what's my plan of action now that i I have I've taken the time to think and, and get this information right. Um, ooh, but listening, right. listening to uh, the voice of the Lord. Ugh. Ever tried that? Yeah, yeah. It's not always the easiest thing. <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> James in uh, in chapter two in the verses that we're looking at, he uh, he brings up Abraham. Abraham was asked asked to give his son Isaac as a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Just like let him be borrowed for a second, or 
No, as in like, I'm going to take your son's life. Wait. Like dead. Stop. Dead, dead? Dead, dead. Abraham was going to offer his son as a sacrifice to the Lord. Correct. Who was killing? So who was going to kill the kid? That's what I want to know. Abraham. Was Abraham gonna, was going to kill his own kid. Abraham, and kind of giving a little backstory, Abraham's wife hmm. could not have children. Well, yeah. Right? She was well advanced in years. I think that's what the Bible says. Yeah. And so to be, t- you finally got a child, right? And to be told you are to give your only child. Yeah, yeah, a- yeah. To back up, like she told us she, like, she couldn't have kids. And then he blessed, the Lord blessed her with a child. So she did end up having a kid, like exactly. a one-off miracle baby. Right. Right. So then, then to be asked to offer him as sacrifice. You can't tell me that Abraham was like, yep, let's run to the altar right now. I'm going to lay you on it and we're just going to make this happen. And you have to, you have to have any normal human being, uh, which I would say Abraham was, was that Hmm. you would have to pause and think, is this really what God wants me to do? He gave me this son as a blessing. Yeah. And now I'm supposed to just go kill my son as a sacrifice to the Lord. Yeah. You know, that must have been psychologically traumatizing to both Abraham and the poor kid. I mean, there's no getting around that. Um, <laughs> but, 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 in some way, when just the most absurd things happen to us in life, um, we can either lean into the Lord and have faith in him and his purpose and what's going on in the situation. Or you you back away from it and then you're like, this is crazy, not doing it, and it's going to stay crazy. Or if you, But if you lean in, right, now you have um, you have an understanding that when it all comes, all comes through to fruition in the end, you're able to fully realize the Lord's plan once it already happens. Then you always are like, man, I'm better off for what, for what I did, leaning into, the, into God. Right. And so I think faith, and especially with Abraham, right? So faith is leaning in, really believing in what's going to happen or what's said to happen will happen. Or what's, you don't even know what's said to happen, but you're still just trusting him so fully. You, he's got this. And that's what Abraham did. Right. You know, he, that's a crazy situation. But what did he do? He didn't say, run, kid. You got that. Like, I'm not going to do this. You're right. And he didn't run away. He he leaned in full bore and went for the sacrifice. Right. And so, and, and James goes further, further to talk about it was by his faith and him acting on that faith mm. where God declared him as righteous. Ooh, so good. So <clears throat> here we are. Abraham being told you need to give up your son as a sacrifice. Yeah. Abraham's like mind blown. I've always wanted children. I finally have a child. You blessed me with this child. My wife couldn't get pregnant for you at all. And now we have children. And now you're asking me to take the one child that I do have and offer him as a sacrifice and hmm. run the risk of never having children again. I can completely ignore God right now raise my child, 
have grandchildren, you know, and be happy. Yeah. However, Abraham knew that our God was a good God. He knew that God was always in his corner, would always continue to bless him. And Abraham said, God, if it is your will, I will do this. And Mm. so he did. And through his actions, I mean, I I think you have for our listeners that aren't familiar with the story, Abraham goes to the altar to sacrifice his son. Yeah. And right before he sacrifices his son, God offers a lamb in exchange for a sacrifice of his son. Yeah. And he's like, hey, like, hey, man, time out there. Good old Abe. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna not do the whole kid killing thing. We're gonna go do a swaparoo, and here's a lamb instead. Much more traditional route. Yeah. Thank you for your faith. Right, and so makes you wonder why we um, not why, but what are we being faced with that day? That is a chance for us to exercise our faith, or a so test to good, or a test to us. To show God to that, to, that I, I am faithful. Yes. I am. Yes. God, I choose Preach. you. I choose you. I walk away from the enemy. Uh-huh. Um, so good. So think about it this way, right? So, uh, you know, do you think Isaac was an idol? Which, by the way, I don't think we've identified Isaac. But oh, Isaac. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac is Abraham's son. He's the he's the kid who got off the hook at the last second. Exactly. So Isaac, do you think Isaac was an idol for Abraham? Think about it. He's his only kid. I mean, think about all the dads out there, right? Or or or, or da- dads to be, or folks who are who are trying to have kids or can't have kids, whatever it may be, right? Who want to have little boy, little girl, in this case, we're going to say, you know, want to have a son, right? All the dads out there who want to have a son, okay, and finally get one. I mean, that kid, in a sense, is kind of an idol already before the child's born. I mean, it's in your mind at the moment, it's probably it's already, it's in some ways, an idol. So for Isaac, I, I think, not Isaac, for Abraham, I think certainly Isaac had to have been an idol, right? And so I want to draw this parallel that it was it was probably the one of the largest idols in in uh, Abraham's life was Isaac and relating back that that back to us here and now think of all the idols that we have yeah that God is asking us to sacrifice like what are we willing to give up every day what is something right now that is just like in your face like seriously seriously an idol that the Lord is calling you to just lay down before him and kill off you know right and I, I think it's important to to recognize that that could be a material object oh yeah oh, it yeah. could be it could be something like time oh, yeah. um, I mean it doesn't have to be something I mean it doesn't have to be money it doesn't have to be video games or fancy things um, but how could we better use our time to to honor the Lord and and not just honor him but advance his kingdom? Uh, 
good questions. <laughs> the answers to those questions are really in each person's heart. Right. You know, I, I don't know what your, your idol is necessarily, unless you're confessing it to your friends and, and, and your brothers in Christ or your sisters in Christ, whoever it may be. Sure. Like, yes. But by and large, like the people who know, the person who knows what the idol in your life is best is you. I feel like that was a weird way to word that sentence. The person who knows best <laughs> what the idol in your life is, is you. Right. Okay. Uh, and you have to be real honest with yourself about what it, I mean, man, you know what it is. You know what it is. If you have an idol, you know what it is. It's a matter of just like coming to terms with the idea and saying like, oh, fine, I'm just going to give up this idol. But, right. Yeah. So yeah, but, what, what is it? You know, you know what it is. What is holding on to you and preventing you from being able to exercise your faith? Hmm. what is holding you hostage and being able to acknowledge that speak it into action and say that this no longer has a hold on my life. So good. So dude, if we're talking about idols, right, it's going to the, the, the draw of an idol, right? Something that you just like, cannot you just want to hold on to is, is that it's, it's like a, a either a physically tangible thing or like an emotionally tangible thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So like money, or love, right? Lust most often, I would say, mm-hmm. in, in that category. Uh, and you can see it. You can see it. And that's what, and so you know it's there, right? right? But faith that is seen is no faith at all. Okay, so the things that you see that are idols and you have faith in, that's not really faith, y'all. It's mm-hmm. not faith. And so... Um, that's the draw. I think some questions to ponder this week. Yeah. Um, don't be uh, pondering. But don't be, yeah. Um, is to really think about what in my life can I be doing mm-hmm. to not only be a Christian, mm-hmm. to not only know I have faith, mm-hmm. but to show others my faith. Mm. Mm-hmm. How do I demonstrate my faith? Exactly. This week. Right. And I found that the more you dive in to the Lord, the mm-hmm. more that you spend mm-hmm. time in the presence of God, mm-hmm. those opportunities come before you. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's almost like, hey, step one to this process, guys and girls, ladies and gents, is to dive in to the Lord. So get into your Bibles, right? Mm-hmm. Read, right? Maybe spend some time in community if you're not doing that already, whether it be virtually or in person, right? Um, stop, S-T-O-P, right? Stop, think, observe, plan. And in this case, we're talking about like setting aside some time for God, taking some time to prayer, observing what he is he is speaking into your life, and then planning how you're going to take action based off of what the Lord says to you in that prayer time. Um, and then maybe I think the other thing we talked about in terms of exercising faith, real easy one, is identify the idol, because you know what it is already. It's, really not hard. it's not really not about identifying. It's just admitting what it is and then killing it off, sacrificing it. 
And I think those are really good ways to exercise your faith. Made me think about um, the, the verse that I actually sent you this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Ephesians you, 4. You did text me a very random verse. I mean, I, by the way, uh, if you don't just text your friends uh, random Bible verses, that that's something that needs to happen like immediately. Uh, you don't ever really know what kind of day someone's having, and uh, a random Bible verse is never, never not going to fit a situation. People will find meaning in it for, for certain. Right. So, so do that. So thank you, Brandon. Brandon sent me one this weekend. I appreciate it. That. Thank you. So I don't know what it was. What was it? It was Ephesians 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the first couple of verses there, I therefore, a prisoner uh, for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, mm-hmm. with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, mm-hmm. eager to maintain the unity of the spirit. Mm. bond of peace and I, I think that really speaks to what you were just talking about ben and that is everything you do it, it's you have to be mindful and intentional about the way you go about putting your faith into action sure um you know god is calling you to you know to act on something whatever that is mm-hmm Mm-hmm. To give up something in your life, to help someone in your life. Um, but you need to do that with humility and gentleness. Yep. You know, you have to a- approach it with a humble heart. Yep. Um, you have to have patience. You know, some of these things mm-hmm. that, that you might be called to do aren't simple. There aren't, they aren't easy. Um, it might take a while or it might take a while for you to understand what God is telling you to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Bearing with one another in love, doing it out of, out of love and, and putting your hatred aside. uh, I'll, I'll judge. You do all of this. And I love how this ends eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Oh yeah. So we do all of this. To one, to unite all of us together mm-hmm. in the body of Christ, um, so that we can all have peace in our lives. The main thing that you have to think here, uh, think here, is when you exercise your faith, you do it out of love, and you do it to bring the the body of Christ closer, um, mm-hmm. to unite us as one kingdom. Um, um, looking to honor our Lord and Savior who gave everything for us. Mm, um, yep. You know, um, Jesus was one that just very simple, didn't say, have a nice day. He blessed you oh, in yeah. a way. He blessed you in yeah. a way that your life was changed forever. And so I think that's something to think about as, as we live our lives and as we, go into our city or our community. Um, we think about how is the Lord going to use me to bless someone's day mm-hmm. and then acting on that faith. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever God's telling you to do to, to act on it. 
I would also just encourage everyone to, I know we've been talking a lot about like, how do you do this at work or, you know, out, out in the, in the world? Well, I think one of the, the first places as Christians we should start this process is in our home. And so think about how you're going to apply some of these principles to your, to your home life, you know, with your wife, with your kids, with the family you're living with, you know, your roommates, you know, whatever it may be, um, whatever your home situation is, think about that, right? Because if you can do it there, uh, you can easily do it somewhere else. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, Brandon, I feel like, uh, I feel like we need to take some action now this week and get out there and exercise our faith. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'll plan on doing that. I'm sure you do too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we will see you all on our next episode. Yeah. Whenever, when is that going to be? What are we doing this every two weeks? What is this? So we're going to, um, we're, we're, so and one thing to also <laughs> mm-hmm. talk about here is this is a Ben and I have never done a podcast before. Uh, so we are going to attempt to do this every two weeks. Um, but we ask that you give us grace that, yeah, that, that. We, that we do not deserve, <laughs> but we ask that you give us grace. Uh, if for some reason there's not one up in, in two weeks, uh, mm-hmm. that you allow us some time to figure this out. And, um, what we want to do is make this the best for you. Um, uh, as, as we start, started from the beginning, this is the main point of this podcast is to one help Ben and I also dive into the word, but to also provide um, just some uh, uh, some tips, some um, I guess some concepts for you to think about throughout the week of mm-hmm. of how how you could. Uh, put your faith into action or whatever topic we're talking about. Um, our next episode, we have, um, uh, we, we've, we want to talk about spiritual gifts and, and what are the point, what's the point of spiritual gifts and why, why are they given to us and how can we use them? Um, and so we want to uh, make sure that these, these kind of give you a, um, kind of an overview of the subject that we're talking about. And then to also mm-hmm. uh, give you some, some questions to be thinking about after you listen to the episode oh, yeah. on how to um, incorporate those into your life. Absolutely. Oh. And uh, I look forward to, to the next episode and doing this again and um, making people think some more, man. Yeah. That's cool. what makes this interesting. Well, until then I'm Ben and I'm Brandon and this has been coffee with Christ. <laughs>